the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. And I hope you had a good weekend. I did, but I'm blessed. I almost always have a good weekend. I was in Dallas, Texas. Spoke for the Denton Republicans, and we had 800 people. And a lovely evening it was. Hmm. Now I'm back in L.A. You know what the title of my talk was? They gave me a title, God Bless Texas. I really think... What other state in the country would give you the title for your talk, God Bless, God Bless Florida, God Bless New Jersey... Imagine that, if I spoke in New Jersey, yeah, we'd like you to speak on God Bless New Jersey. Everybody would think it was a joke. (laughs) Including me. Oh, God Bless Texas is true. And Florida, and I even said that in the talk. Just wanted them to know. And Tennessee and a whole host of other places where there's freedom. God Bless Zelensky, President Zelensky. I have so many thoughts on what is happening in Ukraine. Everything bad that could happen to Russia is happening. Putin, who was turned out, and I say turned out, he was always a bad man. He was a KGB man who who had nostalgia for the Russian Empire and the Soviet Union. But he's worse than ever. I have a theory on why he's worse than ever. I will get to that. But this man has done more damage to Russia and more good for the Western alliance than anyone since World War II. When uh, Stalin was uh, Stalin died in 1953 when when Stalin was ruining his own country. But at least then they in World War II they were allied with the Western democracies in fighting Hitler. But there is no such thing now. Even China, this was, I don't know how many of you listening know this, but this is significant. China abstained in the Security Council in the vote to condemn Russia. Russia vetoed it, of course. Any one of the members of the Security Council can veto the five permanent members. It's still five, correct? They didn't extend it beyond five. France, France, the UK, the US, Russia, and China. And so any one of them can veto a resolution at the Security Council. So yes, of course Russia vetoed a resolution condemning Russia. But China did not vote against it. China did not veto it. China abstained. That's good news for Taiwan. A lot of people, including myself, were very, very concerned that China would look at Russia and the ease with which it would conquer Ukraine 
and think, ah, that's a green light for us to conquer Taiwan. But uh, it's not, uh, apparently, uh, they've read the proverbial tea leaves and seen that maybe it's not worth it. Maybe it's not worth being the world's pariah. What is, there is a piece, this, is, this alone is worth all the tea in China. Putin loses Germany, Wall Street Journal yesterday. Wow, you know my motto, Germany is always wrong. Maybe Germany will not be wrong this time. Maybe Germany has awakened to the fact that this this uh, notion that we will not give any arms, any German German arms to a country at war uh, has no morality behind it. And so they're giving weapons. This is the first time since World War II that Germany is giving weapons to another country, to the best of my knowledge. Do you, do you know of any exception to this? I'm not sure. I, just I mean, yeah, well, I'll read, I'll read you parts of this article that I've marked out to read to you. But e- even though the environmentalists, who are the most damaging single force in the West within the West, even though they made this possible. I, I believe that. Not, not in the sense that like I believe in God or religion. I believe it because reason dictates it. I cannot prove it, but I can make a very strong argument that the environmentalist movement, the hysterical movement of rich white people who are bored with life and want to save the world, like Al Gore, who is truly a nothing, stands for nothing, but got a Nobel Peace Prize for attempting to save the planet from the existential threat of climate change. He wrote about the existential threat in 1990, Earth in the Balance, I think was the name of the book, told us we have 12 years or we're doomed. And of course, like like the religious fanatics who tell us the world is coming to an end, then it doesn't come to an end, they change the date. So then it was 12 years later. But the world didn't come to an end in 2014. In fact, every year since Al Gore's book, fewer people die of heat than the year before. So then 2014, we got another 12 years, and that's it. That's, this is it. This is the final 12 years, 2026. So that's four years from now. It's over, folks. It's over. Don't have kids. That's the message. Yep. Eat, drink, and be merry, for in four years you will die. Well, that's my old riddle. What do you call a uh, what do you call a religious person who says the world is coming to an end? A fanatic. What do you call a secular person who says the world is coming to an end? An environmentalist. <laughs> uh, they've skewed the language. Has, uh, have any of these environmentalist leaders, have any of them debated Bjorn Lomborg? Alan, are you aware of uh, any such thing? You know my theory, right? It's, it's 99% true leftists don't debate. They attack, they smear, 
deniers. This is climate deniers. I love that term. It's, it's, a, it's another farce. Like white supremacists. Larry Elder was the black face of white supremacy. An L.A. Times uh, columnist wrote that. Yes, the black face of white supremacy. And they're supposed to be taken seriously, people on the left. So to, so if you, if you have scientists say, well, yes, the earth is getting warmer. I don't know anybody who denies that. The earth is getting warmer, but it's not as an existential threat to life. And what we, the solutions are destroying much of, of what is happening that is good. The environmentalists are the reason for the staggering price of, of gas at the pump, not the companies. What was it in, uh, in the last year of the Trump administration? What was it, $36 a barrel, I think, and now it's $100? This is solely, solely because of the crackpots known as environmentalists, the bored wealthy. The proof that they don't give a damn about the environment, that it's all about power and restructuring all of civilization, is that they are opposed to nuclear power. If they supported nuclear power, I would have no issue with them. But that's proof that they live in this fantasy world. Oh, everything will be powered by wind and solar. And Germany, of course, bought it because Germany is always wrong. And so Germany became almost completely dependent. The great bulk of its energy comes from a crackpot dictator who is truly evil. I'll have a lot to say about Putin because there's a very, very illuminating article about him. But first, let's talk about this amazing thing, all the good that has happened. Do you know Sweden? Hello? Sweden is sending arms to Ukraine. You hear that? Sweden. I heard, I cannot verify this, but I heard from people that I trust, I heard it on Fox News, Switzerland. Are you aware of that? Look that up. Yeah, no, Switzerland is... Switzerland is sending, is sending arms? I don't think they're sending arms. They're, they're, what are they doing? Well, we'll look it up. They're participating in the whole banking thing. Oh, they're participating in the banking thing? Yeah, I mean, that's Mr. Neutral Switzerland. They were neutral in World War II. To get Swiss, the Swiss out of neutrality, whoa, that's almost as dramatic as Germany. Vladimir Putin's bloody assault on Ukraine is opening many eyes, and perhaps the biggest awakening is in Germany. I shall explain why as we continue on The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show. Folks, have you noticed home prices are skyrocketing right now? For current homeowners, that means your home has more equity. With today's high cost of living, your monthly debts are higher and your ability to save money is tougher than ever before. That's why you should contact Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage now to review your cash out refinance options. If you have credit card debt, home improvement projects, or just need more savings, this may be your last chance to take advantage of today's low interest rates. Andrew and Todd can help you get cash out while rates are at historical lows. Go to andrewandtodd.com, fill out their simple form for a quick mortgage checkup, or call 888-888-1172. Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage can help you get back to financial security. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-888-1172. Putin loses Germany. 
The Invasion has produced Wall Street Journal great, great peace. What amounts to an epiphany in German defense and foreign policy. On Saturday, Germany's chancellery said it would send 1,000 anti-tank weapons and 500 Stinger surface-to-air missiles to Ukraine, quote, as quickly as possible. That is a reversal of Berlin's policy, are you ready? I was right, of not sending, uh, of Berlin's policy since World War II of not supplying lethal weapons, period. Germany also agreed Saturday to allow a ban on some Russian banks from using the SWIFT financial clearinghouse after opposing this for weeks to their shame. This is interesting. I did not know this until I read this piece. Credit goes to Italy and France for changing their minds on SWIFT first, leaving Germany as the last major holdout. Did you see the number of people protesting in Berlin? It's like 100,000. That's serious. 100,000 people in Berlin? All over the world there are protests. I'll tell you, I would love to speak at a protest. Anybody wants to start a a, a big rally here? I, I want to speak at it. It's one of the few things that could unite everybody. That was a prelude to Chancellor Olaf Scholz's speech to Parliament on Sunday, that's yesterday, in which he announced the most radical overhaul of German security and defense policy since 1945. That is how much damage Putin has done to his country and how much good he has done for the West. But he has uh, put his forces on nuclear alert For the first time in my life, I am a little troubled by the prospect of nuclear engagement. I never felt this during the Cold War. I I was certain there would not be a nuclear war. But Brezhnev was not a nut. Andropov was not a nut. Chernenko was not a nut. Khrushchev was not a nut. Khrushchev backed down on Cuba, if you recall. But this man is a nut, and apparently has been made more nuts by COVID, about which more later. Mr. Schultz's speech to Parliament on Sunday, in which he announced the most radical overhaul of German security and defense policy since 1945, Berlin is stepping back from its decades-long entente with Moscow and is going all in on NATO. Mr. Schultz vowed to increase defense spending to 2% of gross domestic product, as all NATO members are supposed to do. Kudos to former President Trump for putting the feet to the fire of our NATO allies. You have made a commitment to spend 2% of your GDP on defense, and you're not doing it. I have a lot to say about that, about Trump and Zelensky. They have a lot in common. Not not a comparison that is being made often, I might add. Mr. Schultz vowed to increase defense spending to 2% of GDP, 
as all NATO members are supposed to do, and offered $113 billion top-up to the defense budget this year as a down payment. That's a serious amount of money. The money will go to actual weapons, such as F-35 fighter planes and Israeli drones. This is major stuff. Germany spending that much money on military equipment? Thank you, Vladimir Putin. Mr. Schultz also connected energy policy to security, warning that the country can no longer treat energy. This, this, is, this is critical beyond words. I'll say it again. Mr. Schultz also connected energy policy to security. Yes, because energy policy undermines security. But this doesn't matter to the environmentalist fanatics, which is largely a redundant term. Warning that the country can no longer treat energy solely as a question of the domestic economy or climate change. The government will invest more in renewables, but also in strategic coal and gas reserves. Yes, but to the environmentalist movement, it is worth enabling Putin to invade Ukraine in order to keep going to renewables. That is the definition of a fanatic. The individual who is oblivious or apathetic with regard to the consequences of what he advocates. That's a true fanatic. Berlin will fast-track construction of two new liquefied natural gas terminals to allow imports from sources other than Russia. The day the Democrats are no longer in power in the White House and Congress, we will resume being an energy exporter to the world so that the world will not have to rely on monsters, but on good guys. That's a pretty big difference, isn't it? Germany will no longer seek diplomacy with Russia for diplomacy's sake, Mr. Schultz said. This is perhaps the biggest, let's see, where was that? I'm sorry, the biggest shift of all, since it requires Berlin to reconceive Germany's role in NATO. Germans have long viewed themselves as a bridge, bridge between the U.S. and Moscow. Wow. This is all changing. All changing. Thanks to Vladimir Putin. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets. That comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99. For a limited time, with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, 
and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code PRAGER, or MyPillow.com, promo code PRAGER. Hello, my friends, Dennis Prager here. Final sentences that I want to read to you from Putin Loses Germany, which is huge. Germany will no longer seek diplomacy with Russia for diplomacy's sake, Mr. Schultz, the Chancellor of Germany, said. And the Wall Street Journal writes, This is perhaps the biggest shift of all, since it requires Berlin to reconceive Germany's role in NATO. Germans have long viewed themselves as a bridge between the U.S. and Moscow. It is an attitude tinged with anxiety from their position on the front line of the Cold War, as well as guilt over German war crimes along the Eastern Front in World War II. Mr. Schultz nodded to that history by emphasizing that Germany's argument is with Mr. Putin, not the Russian people. That point has the virtue of being true, and it may also help Mr. Schultz bring along pro-Russia members of the Social Democratic Party, the SPD, for whom Sunday's new strategy will be deeply controversial. It is, it is amazing to see what is happening. By the way, on Switzerland, they are not shipping weapons. I, was, I, I wasn't sure when I said it, and I said I wasn't sure. But they are, in fact, blocking international commerce, and Switzerland is a major, if not the major, center for international banking. The oligarchs, the, the basically sort of a mafia that, that dominate Russian life and economy. Incidentally, talking about that, do people know that Putin may be if not, maybe the richest person in the world. Are you? Are you? Are you aware of that? Nobody really. Knows. We don't know, but we. The assumption is he has tens of billions of dollars. <laughs> wow. Listen, if he has a billion dollars, it's all crooked. It's all theft. <laughs> uh, how do you explain Putin? Well, we're going to talk about that. I want to talk to you about leadership. New York Times had a... uh, I I think the New York Times will regret that it published this piece. On February 21st, that is uh, seven days ago, it's exactly a week ago, the New York Times published a piece by a Ukrainian woman who is, uh, let's see, what's her title? Chief Editor of the Kiev Independent, a Ukrainian news site. This woman had total contempt for Zelensky. They, what, what date was the invasion? Was it Thursday, Wednesday? Thursday? So they wrote this Monday, three days before the invasion. The title of the column by Olga Rudenko, whom I looked up, the comedian-turned-president is seriously in over his head. This is what the New York Times published three days before the invasion. 
And this is the man who has turned out to be the most courageous world leader. I have a lot to say about that. Do you know that he is, he is, in my view, the antithesis of Joe Biden, who is a wimp as a person and as a leader? Our mask-wearing, hide-in-the-world-in-the-bunker, Putin hid. I'll tell you about that later. And it made me think, who else is, who, what other world leader has been hiding? I'm not comparing Putin and, and Biden in terms of invasions or anything like that. But in terms of being afraid to be proud to publicly kiss your wife, both of you masked, that is the vision of an American leader you wish to send to the world? The world has contempt for Biden, as he deserves. But Zelenko, you know, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm surprised that people have not attacked him. He doesn't wear a mask. Have you noticed that? Man never wears a mask. So the New York Times publishes a piece, the comedian turned president is seriously in over his head. It's a gravely serious situation, writes Olga Rudenko in the New York Times last Monday. And Mr. Zelensky, a comedian for most of his life, is in over his head. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So this is what this uh, this Ukrainian, who the Times decided to publish the week of the invasion, three days before the invasion, to be precise. Zelensky, a comedian for most of his life, is in over his head, she writes. Mr. Zelensky, the showman and performer, has been unmasked by reality, and it has revealed him to be dispiritingly mediocre. You know how I know about this piece? The Wall Street Journal cited it in one of their editorials. Wall Street Journal has contempt for, the opinion page at any rate, has contempt for the New York Times. As the West pursued megaphone diplomacy to discourage an invasion, Mr. Zelensky tried to downplay the threat. But this understandable effort to project calm and steady and steady skittish markets was undermined by his showy style. I don't know what that means. So even this woman who can't stand Zelensky, Ukrainian, acknowledged that the reason that he 
play down the, the Russian threat as they were amassing at the border was to project calm and steady skittish markets. Remember when President uh, Trump downplayed in the very beginning COVID and has been attacked ever since by the many, many who hate him? Maybe that's what he was trying to do. Calm people. What are leaders supposed to do? What Joe Biden did? In the, what was it, the SARS? What was the virus that, uh, that was prevalent during the Obama administration? Swine flu? Would you please play the Joe Biden quote? Eight years as vice president, this is the only time I decided to keep, and was I, I was prophetic. This is the man who became president of the United States. What he said at the time of the swine flu. I wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now. <laughs> the man's a hypochondriac. Nothing like scared leaders. That really does a nation good. What a difference. Let's get scared leaders. Because fear is the vital element in everything the left wants to do. And, of course, it's the vital element in the reorientation of the entire Western world's economy. Fear, existential, the existential threat to life of climate change. one Prager 776 Bob in Park Ridge, Illinois. Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I heard you commenting about the editorial in the New York Times suggesting uh, Zelensky is in over his head. I wanted to ask you, do you think that editorial is more important and of greater influence than the fact that after four years of admiring Vladimir Putin and repeating his lies to the American people and accommodating his imperialism just this last week, Donald Trump is still calling Putin smart and savvy and a genius. Do you think that's maybe more influential than an editorial in the New York Times? No. Really? You don't think the leader of the Republican That's right, Party and I'll tell you why. Calling- All right, I'll tell you why. Your, your question is a legitimate question. I'm not dismissing it. Because Vladimir Putin was scared of Donald Trump. Donald Trump could have shined Putin's shoes for all I care. The fact is, he scared Putin, and Biden doesn't. I disagree with you. Well, then explain to me why he didn't invade Ukraine like this when Trump was president. Well, because before the Trump came into office, at the 2016 Republican National Convention, Paul Manafort himself rewrote the party platform to accommodate Putin's Wait. incursion into Crimea uh, and remove language right. criticizing. So, Putin all right. So, please tell me. No, no. Can uh, look, I answer your question? You didn't. You're not answering my question. I didn't. You, you're I, I, you're I talking about Crimea. You, I'm talking about the whole of Ukraine. Why didn't he I'm invade in the four years of the Trump administration and did in the first year of the Biden? Because he knew that that Trump was never going to stand up to him because they before they came right, into it's office, a non sequitur your answer had... okay i'm so sorry listen 
Uh, it's important for me to take calls that I differ with, but uh, you have to make sense. I asked you why he didn't invade in the four years of Trump, and he did in the first year of Biden. And then you, you went on to another subject. Anyway, I'm pleased that you called. I encourage people who differ to call. I go to those calls first. The, the, this preoccupation with Trump's words is the, uh, is the essence of the idiocy of the Trump hatred. Okay? All I know is the world feared Donald Trump, and no one fears Joe Biden. No one. He's a nothing. He's a wimp. He's a scaredy cat. He's a hypochondriac. He is led by the woke of his party because all he cares about is maintaining power. He has no convictions. No one thought any of that about Donald Trump. Putin was scared of him. She was scared of him, partially because he was a wild man. And we don't associate democracies with wild guys. He projected this wild thing. He might do anything. Only God knows what in private was conveyed to Putin if he should invade Ukraine. Maybe, maybe more than God knows. Maybe some people know. It is astonishing that people are preoccupied with every utterance of Donald Trump, none of which interest me. None of which. I am interested in the policies of a president. I, I wish he had toned down his rhetoric, okay? I didn't like his tweets. I don't like his rhetoric. I, I acknowledge that completely. I don't vote for rhetoric. I vote for policies. Hello, my friends. Next hour, I'm going to have a woman who wrote a book on Putin as my guest. And uh, I, I read a very, uh, a very troubling article in the Daily Mail about uh, the, the intelligence reports on Putin and how he has been a recluse for the last two years because of COVID. People's reactions to COVID are very illuminating insofar as their leadership ability is concerned. I think it's, it's a, it is in, in so far as their ability to teach children, their ability to pe- be parents. And I have not given up, but close to given up on this issue because the people who have this overwhelming fear that animates them to wear masks even now and even outside uh, is not is 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 not changeable through data their mind did not make these decisions so appealing to their mind cannot undo these decisions when people follow their instinct as opposed to their mind there's nothing you can do Putin and I will talk about this when we return he apparently was so scared of the virus that uh, according to uh, 
some senators like Marco Rubio who were in, in uh, who got briefings from intelligence, the man would have people t- test, taste his food first. And he was in isolation. Only a handful of people have seen him in the last two years. Isn't that fascinating? He gives this bravado, uh, bravado demeanor, and he turns out to be a wimp, hypochondriac wimp, a germaphobe. Boy, I'll tell you, COVID has separated the men from the boys. Who who to who to thunk, huh? I guess uh, he and uh, Joe Biden have that in common. This this uh, bunker mentality. I wouldn't go anywhere in public at this time. Then that was during the swine flu. Then is proud to kiss his wife while they both wear masks outdoors, no less, and alone. COVID has been a teacher. And what it has taught has been sobering. We shall return. I wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 